You're listening to the Shep Mass Podcast, a podcast at Shepherd Church. Everything we do here is to connect our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ, and we're expecting great things. My name is Joey. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm one of the pastors here at Shepherd. I'm joined today by Pastor Brett. He is our summer intern, and of course, he just preached this past Sunday on the book of Mark, and he's here to talk about that, kind of dive deeper into that. So, Brett, welcome in, man. How you doing? Doing good, Joey. Thanks for having me. Doing good. Well, we were just pre, pre-show pre banter talking about how Brett's getting a little too comfortable, so we're going to kick him out for a week um, here soon because he's driving us nuts. Yes. So You're welcome. why are you leaving for a week? I'm getting married, Joe. Oh. That's worth... Yes. Uh, that's worth it? I'm not... Yes. Okay. I wasn't I'm even just making sure. sure what you were going to say. The answer was yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you are honeymooning in... Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you driving or flying? We're flying. Well, Listen, some we're people like be to on. drive, and they're they're ridiculous. Yeah, we're not. I mean, I'm not flying. They're going to be flying. Yeah. We're just riding on it. The yeah. plane. Well, theoretically, you will also be flying. Yep. Yeah. Like you won't be piloting the plane, but you would also technically be flying through the air. That is correct. Yeah. Logically speaking, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So you are getting ready to do that, but you just helped us kind of in the book of Mark. We are um, taking the summer to just kind of walk chapter by chapter of the book of Mark and see how it applies to our lives. We know that Mark is sort of the gospel for the everyday person written to Christians. It was written for the church in that time to encourage them and to kind of help them press on in the midst of uh, persecution and troubles. And so where, you know, you talked um, on Sunday, you preached on the passage uh, that Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. And it, you know, he kind of gets into healing on the Sabbath and what's the problem with that, that the Pharisees had with him. Mm-hmm. So how, what, what was it that made you kind of want to hone in on that as your passage of scripture that you wanted to preach? Uh, well, yeah, I was just listening to the podcast the other day here and Shelly talk about how she got settled on her passage too. And it's pretty similar for me. Um, we were meeting with like the staff prayer time at the beginning of the day here in the sanctuary. And I knew that, um, pastor Rob had asked us to preach in the gospel of Mark. And so I was kind of reading through it and just seeing if there was a specific passage, um, that kind of stuck out to me or I felt like God was calling me deeper into and there was um, Mark chapter 3, verses 4 and 5 is where I got really pulled in. And it says, Which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they remained silent. That's the Pharisees. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts, said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and the hand was healed completely and restored. And so that's kind of like the story that caught my eye and caught my attention in um, in that time of prayer and reading that we were doing as a staff. And so one of the biggest struggles that I kind of had coming into uh, this sermon in preparation for it was I was trying to decide, like, how far should I reach this? Should I stay here and talk um, right on the surface level about what the text is speaking on with the Sabbath, or should I take it maybe a, a step further? Because part of the issue that we see here is that the Pharisees are holding their tradition higher than the help of the people that are in need, the healing mm-hmm. and the feeding of the hungry, uh, which was the disciples. And um, and they're not really letting any of this stuff happen, and they try to say that it's the Sabbath's fault that none of this stuff is allowed, and, and they kind of make it seem like their hands are tied. And I mentioned on Sunday that there are 
are these 39 rules that the Pharisees had um, that they had kind of drawn out as different prohibitions for things to be done on the Sabbath mm-hmm. and um, and that wasn't really scriptural. It was just part of their tradition, that part of the oral tradition of the Pharisaic rule. And it was all drawn from that original command of not to work on the Sabbath. And they held to this tradition and this rule to be a really high thing. And they held it higher than just the doing good characteristic of God that they knew to be true. And part of what I was thinking about saying on Sunday is that in the church, we still kind of do this as well. Maybe Mm. the tradition isn't necessarily the Sabbath. Maybe it's um, like the dress code, maybe we're going to be like, hey, like, no, we're not going to let these people in because they're kind of a mess or they're going to mm-hmm. dirty up the pews or whatever. Well, like newsflash, the gospel is for the for the people that are dirty too. Or maybe the tradition that we hold too strongly to is the way that we worship. Like mm-hmm. if someone were to stand up in the middle of Pastor Rob's preaching and say amen, some of us would probably look at them with some like funny looks mm-hmm. and say, you know, who, who let this person in? But the church should be a place where anyone can come in to worship and it can be even as simple as like a daily routine like maybe you're driving home from work and um the thing that stops you from helping the guy that's trying to wave you down on the side of the road is just this routine that you have been set in that you know i gotta be home to make dinner at six so all these things are examples of traditions that we hold like so close to us and in doing that we kind of can't see the mission work that sometimes is right in front of us yeah and you had talked about sunday that no matter what at the end of at the end of all of it the the rule of god is what's good and yeah. not the rule of man mm-hmm. and you you were just talking about how it really is this um when we add things to it and i think about our denomination the church of nazarene like was founded on reaching out to the 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 lost the lonely the broken um those who were not welcome in other churches mm-hmm. and it kind of goes back to some of that like you don't have to clean your life up you don't have to be a certain way the pharisees really had a hard time with that mm-hmm Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's kind of this difficult situation that they have themselves in because uh, they knew that their God was good and they knew that his rule was good and Mm -hmm. that like he was a welcoming God. But then at the same time, they have um, rules like this where there would be people in the synagogue that would need to be healed on and it was the Sabbath and and, and they're kind of painted themselves into the corner. That's absolutely right. And um, yeah, I think part of what Nazarenes, like you said, have always been is that place where we're welcoming and we're a home for all of the people, no matter what your background is, no matter what your past is or what you look like. This is a place where you can come because God cares about you and he wants to be with you. And that's kind of the bottom line there. For all of you young parents, July 16th is Child Dedication Sunday. This is a time to publicly declare your intention to raise your child in a way that will help them learn about Jesus early, directing their feet to church and their hearts to God's word. But yeah, when when I was talking about um, God's rule as being like ultimately good, I kind of meant two things. And yeah, yeah. The, the first one is God's rules literally are for our good. Like he creates rules for our good. And a lot of time that's something that we kind of push to the side. But also the rule of God on earth is for good to be done, which seems like such a simple thing <laughs> and like that that's part of why i wanted to sing the goodness of god song at the at the end of the service on sunday but because in this passage we see jesus is like struck because the pharisees can't answer this really simple question about whether it's lawful to do good or evil simply because it's placed in the context of speaking or in, of the context of the sabbath specifically mm-hmm. and 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 he's just shook because like how can you not answer this question of whether it's yeah. lawful to do good or evil just because you're putting it next to the to the sabbath mm-hmm. 
So uh, one thing that I noticed that you you never really talked about um, verses verse two twenty eight where Jesus said that the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Yes, thank you for bringing that up, Joey. That was an excellent <laughs> observation. Um, I listened intently. I really appreciate took that. Took notes both services. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. excellent, excellent. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, yeah, I did. I did want to talk about this honestly though, so I'm glad you brought it up. Um, so on Sunday, uh, I did talk about Jesus's like super radical claim that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And Jesus mm-hmm. places this into the conversation with the Pharisees right after he references the story of David, who is this hero of the Jews, along with, depending on which gospel you're reading, there are some other stories that Jesus mentions from scripture as well. Um, but the claim that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, that's not something that he's pulling from scripture. That's just Jesus. And this claim is uniquely mm-hmm. Um, like in the Pharisee culture, this would be seen as something that is uniquely person-centered. And for them, it probably seemed like a little bit too much so. But Jesus was speaking against the overhaul that the Pharisaic law was on the Sabbath. And the line, so the Son of Man is the Lord, even of the Sabbath, that, that was just Jesus telling them, hey, you know, this is me. This is the authority that I have, and I have this authority to say this type of thing. And it was this witty kind of like signature that Jesus left in the conversation, almost like, like a mic drop. Like, mm-hmm. hey, just to let you know, I know that you're not familiar with this saying, but this is legitimate, and this is coming from um, an authority. And I can just imagine like their jaws just hitting the sand because of like the magnitude of this statement Mm -hmm. and to them um and he was really telling them that he did have this authority to say it all was just enough to really set them off and that's part of some of the upside down kingdom stuff that jesus kept doing because he he would go often and do some of these things and and one of those was that they had kept the sabbath day holy and almost to i mean not almost the to a fault Mm -hmm. and they thought that it was for the reverence of God, but Jesus saying, no, 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 like this was made for you. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And to them, it would be like, they are not able to, it's not like not computing. And yeah, it's really interesting to me, like to see some of the human emotion that Mark puts to Jesus in this moment. Um, He's frustrated. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. So when you, te- when you when you kind of boil it all down, what would you say? Like, this is like, this is what I need people to hear and to take away. Like, if they didn't hear anything else, if they forgot everything already, like, what is it that you would say? Like, this is what I want people to know. Um, I would go back uh, to that passage in Isaiah 58 that I referenced on Sunday that kind of paints the picture of what the Sabbath is supposed to be. Let me grab that. Um, it says Isaiah 58, 13 and 14. If you feel your feet from, or if you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then you will find your joy in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father, Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Like I, this is a quote from God. This is his mm-hmm. word coming straight from his own mouth. And this is what he is looking for. He wants us to observe his holy day and honor it. And he isn't saying that if his people do this, they're going to be burdened or they're going to be covered by this like incredibly unbearable weight. That's not what the Sabbath was intended mm-hmm. to be. The bottom line is that the Sabbath is a good rule. It's a good thing from our good God. And through it, we may find joy and triumph and feasting. And Jesus said it was created 
created for humankind. The good news is that it was created for us and for our good, and that happens all for God at the end of the day. So we can remember the Sabbath, we can keep it holy, and experience all of these good things. And it's not confusing. It really just makes sense because it's just another good part of the good rule yeah. of our good God. That's good stuff. I was going to wrap it up for our episode today. My thanks for Brett for coming and, and doing this. We're thankful for him for this summer, for what he's doing, and for all that he's done. Uh, we pray for, we're going to be praying for you this week as you're getting married. You're on your honeymoon. We're excited to get you back when you do. So thank you. If you want any more content, what's coming up at Shepherd, you can find us shepnaz.org. You can find us on our social media pages and, of course, on the app. If you want to get a hold of us, let us know what you're thinking. If you have any questions, at podcast at shepnaz.org. For Pastor Brett, I'm Joey. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.